0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, Deacon Gerald Celenti. Hello, this is Deacon Celenti of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. January 17th, it was the farewell address 62 years ago. January 17th, 1961, President Dwight D. Eisenhower, five-star general, Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces and two term president. His farewell address, he warns the American people that the military industrial complex. Is robbing the nation of the genius of the scientists, the sweat of the laborers, and the future of the children. That there was never a military industrial complex following the other wars. But now there is. They passed a budget in the United States. About $1.7 trillion. $860 billion of that went to the military industrial complex. And then when you put in, went to the quote, intelligence agencies, it's well over a trillion dollars. So most of America's budget goes to the military industrial intelligence complex that keeps fighting war after war after war after war all my life. I'm 76 years old, born one year after World War II. And then it was the Korean War. Vietnam War. And George Bush Sr. gave us the Gulf War. Oh, I forgot about the wars following that. Bill Clinton bringing us into the Kosovo War, the Yugoslav War, bombing Baghdad killing over 500 Iraqi children under the age of five. Madeleine Albright on 60 Minutes with Leslie Stahl. And Leslie Stahl asks, is the price of 500,000 Iraqi children dead because of what Bill Clinton has done, worth the price? And she said, yes, it is. George Bush Jr.'s wars, the Afghan war, the Iraq war. Barack Obama's wars the Afghan troop surge, keeping the Iraq war going when he lied his way into office as a peace president and won the Nobel Peace Prize because he lied so good, bringing us the Libyan war and the Syrian war and supporting the Yemen war. There wasn't a word about Eisenhower's speech in the mainstream media that just keeps selling war and hate. So get ready to die in war because that's where we're going. If we the people don't do anything to stop it. US announces massive 2.5 billion weapons package to Ukraine. The US on Thursday announced a 2.5 billion arms package for the Ukraine that includes striker armored combat vehicles for the first time the weapons include 90 strikers and 55 bradley fighting vehicles and on and on and on the united kingdom said it would send 14 of its main battle tanks the challenger too (sighs) the united states has sent since the ukraine war began on february 24th 2022 113 billion dollars in weapons of death and quote aid and it goes on this is from anti-war Several other NATO members pledged more military aid for Ukraine on Thursday as their defense ministers met in Brussels. The UK announced it would send 600 Brimstone missiles and Poland said it would provide S-60 anti-aircraft guns with 70,000 rounds of ammunition. And at the uh, Davos meeting, the globalist meeting that wanted to take control of the world, And they're very disappointed. They said that globalization is slowing down. I'm not making that up. That's from the words of the person, the number two person from the International Monetary Fund. So we just heard the Dutch Prime Minister Root on a CNBC interview saying that, quote, if the aggressor is not challenged, And can go about his business it won't end with ukraine he says the whole west is threatened people feel that it is about values that we cannot accept one country invading another country the whole west is threatened whole west isn't threatened this is a border dispute between Russia and Ukraine. That's been going on for hundreds of years. As I said, they're taking down a statue of Catherine the Great from the 1750s because she created Odessa. It doesn't threaten the whole West. When I was a young boy, the Vietnam War was going on. A young man, but still a boy, because I believed what they lies that they were telling us. The whole West is threatened. The whole West is threatened if we don't stop those Vietnamese commies because the dominoes will keep falling. That's right. That's what they kept selling. And those dominoes will fall to the shores of California. We'll have the commies coming in. This is the same exact lie that they're repeating now. The West isn't threatened. The West is escalating. And this rut said, we have to do everything we can to help Ukraine. Does that mean that he's going to go take his wife, his kids, his partner or whatever, and his money and go fight? What's the we that he's talking about? Oh, you mean taking the money from us and then when we go to war, send us to go die. The senator's sons don't go. People feel free. That this is about values, that we cannot accept one country invading another country. Oh, you mean like NATO did in Yugoslavia? Kosovo? Libya? Iraq? Afghanistan? Oh, you could invade those countries. You're a liar. But no one calls him a liar because the media is part of the lying team that interview them, that don't ask them these questions. World War III is not only begun it is escalating. UK to go further in support of Ukraine. Sending Challenger 2s this person his name is foreign secretary James Cleverly a cleverly liar announced on Wednesday quote this is why the united kingdom has decided to go further and go faster with our help to Ukraine, including the supply to our friends. Oh, we've been such great friends after all these years of Challenger 2 main battle tanks, heavy artillery, and over 200 other armored vehicles, he said. The inflation rate in the UK is well over 10%. The people are in desperate, desperate shape and they're stealing the money to go fight the war. But that is in the spirit of the sun never sets on the British Empire, a country with a murderous track record, very hard to compete with. But now that they're uniting with the United States and the United States is getting back to the United Kingdom, they'll ramp up that murdering record of slaughtering innocent people as the data came out that the UK killed over 160 million people in India when they conquered it as the sun never set on the British Empire, and they robbed, stole, and killed anybody in their way. U.S. may help Ukraine strike Crimea. That's the big news. Isn't that wonderful? Several anonymous US officials told the New York Times that they are growing more comfortable with the idea of helping Ukraine advance an attack on the Russian-occupied Crimean Peninsula. And then they write, illegally annexed in 2014, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky vowed in August to restore Ukrainian rule over Russia. This is total propaganda. This is from the Jerusalem Post. They had a vote in Crimea after the United States overthrew the democratically elected government, launched a coup against Viktor Yanukovych. And the people in the East didn't want to go with the overthrown government of the neo-Nazis. Bandara, who the Ukrainian parliament saluted a few weeks ago to celebrate his birthday, a Bandara that killed an estimated 100,000 Jewish people in Ukraine during World War II. Yes, those are the people. They had a vote in Crimea. Again, 96 to 97% of the people said, we don't want anything to do with Ukraine. We want to go back to Russia. But that's the propaganda. And on Friday, Ukraine conflict is global. It's a global war because what it did is it wiped out The peace dividends we have enjoyed for 30 years, said the IMF chief, the International Monetary Fund chief, Kristalina Georgievia, has wiped out the peace dividends we've enjoyed for 30 years. What world is she living in in the last 30 years? Does she not remember the Afghan war that America launched, along with NATO's help that lasted for 20 years? That just ended last year, or excuse me, in 2021, when Biden pulled out the troops, slaughtered Ukrainians on the way out, and left behind countless billions of dollars of weapons. And said that the Taliban wasn't going to take over Kabul, and they did? Does she not remember the Libyan war launched by NATO? The Yugoslav war launched by NATO? That wasn't 30 years ago. The Iraq war wasn't 30 years ago. How about the Syrian war? How about the Ethiopian war, where 600 Tigrayans died since that Nobel Peace winner? In Ethiopia, started that war a few years ago. How about the Yemen war, brought to you by Barack Obama? Anthony Blinken, the United States' current Secretary of State, that was the undersecretary back then, that went to Saudi Arabia to give, quote, intelligence. So now that 377,000 Yemenis have been killed, according to the United Nations, and half of them are children under five. This is a total lie. Is it the International Monetary Fund or is it a mafia federation? And then, in response to this, Russia has long insisted that the conflict in Ukraine is in direct standoff between Moscow and the West. In December, the Secretary of Russia's National Security Council Nikolai Patrozhev claimed that, quote, the event in Ukraine are not a confrontation between Moscow and Kyiv, but a military confrontation between NATO and Russia. He accused the West of sacrificing other people's lives to profit from their ambition. Earlier in January, the Kremlin accused Western nations of indirectly taking part in the conflict. Quote, "Their involvement in this conflict is obvious," Kremlin-spoken spokesman Dmitry Peskov said. "Although both Washington and Brussels maintain they have no intention of getting involved in the conflict between Mos- Moscow and Kyiv," quote, "de facto they have already become an indirect party to it, end quote. So what's the result? This is from Reuters. Putin ally Medvedev warns NATO of nuclear war if Russia is defeated in Ukraine. He said, quote, a defeat of a nuclear power in a conventional war may trigger nuclear war. Nuclear powers have never lost major conflicts on which their fate depends. So there you have it. Russia has five, almost 6,000 nuclear warheads, the United States, about 5,500. I had noted before a speech that former president john f kennedy gave to graduating students at american university in june of 1963 july august september october november five months later jack you're dead the whole talk, his whole commencement address was about peace. I'm going to read you part of it because it has to do with Russia. He goes on to say, no government or social system is so evil that its people must be considered as lacking in virtue. As Americans, we find communism profoundly repugnant as a negation of personal freedom and dignity, but we can still hail the Russian people for their many achievements in science and space, in economic and industrial growth, in culture and acts of courage. Among the many traits the peoples of our two countries have in common, none is stronger than our mutual abhorrence of war. A mutual abhorrence of war. That was back then, not now. Now it's war, 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 war. You're not allowed to talk about peace. You're a Putin puppet if you talk about peace. We had a peace and freedom rally, thousands and thousands of press releases sent out. Not one piece of coverage back in July with top speakers. Almost unique among the major world powers, he goes on to say, we have never been at war with each other, but they are now. I just put, but they are now. And no nation in the history of battle, you ready? Ever suffered more than the Soviet Union suffered in the course of the Second World War. At least 20 million lost their lives. Countless millions of homes and farms were burned and sacked. At least 20 million lost their lives. Countless millions of homes, again, I'm repeating it because it's so important, have been burned or sacked. A third, a third of the nation's territory, including nearly two-thirds of its industrial base, was turned into a wasteland a loss equivalent to the devastation of the country east of Chicago. Imagine that. From Chicago to the East Coast, that's what Russia lost in the Second World War. And they were the first to defeat the Germans. Today, should total war ever break out, no matter how our two countries would become the primary targets, It is ironic but acute fact that the two strongest powers are the two in the most danger of devastation. We have built all we have worked for. All we have built, all we have worked for would be destroyed in the first 24 hours. And even in the Cold War, which brings burdens and dangers to so many nations, including this nation's closest allies. Our two countries bear the heaviest burdens. For we are both devoting massive sums of money to weapons that could be better devoted to combating ignorance, poverty, and disease. We are both caught up in a vicious and dangerous cycle in which suspicion on one side breeds suspicion on the other side. New weapons beget counterweapons. And there you have it. Where we're going and what's next. One package of deadly weapons after another going to murder people. That woman who runs the IMF, she says the result of the war, more people, more hunger. It is a war against prosperity around the world, she said, that investments could have gone into economic development are now being spent on defense And weapons just like the united states with its budget but again totally ignored they're selling the ukraine war as a nuclear war because this just came out this week study identifies best place to hide from nuclear blast shockwave the corner of the room is the safest spot to hide from a massive shockwave caused by nuclear explosion, scientists from Cyprus have discovered after running a computer simulation of this catastrophic event. The most dangerous critical indoor location to avoid are the windows, the corridors, and the doors. One could be safe from the inside airspeed if positioned at the corners of the wall facing the blast. This is ridiculous. Kennedy said it. The world is destroyed in 24 hours. I'm mentioning this because they're selling nuclear war. So get ready to die. Get ready to be annihilated because the evil demons are selling nuclear war. There is no way out. And as we said, they keep selling it, and Business Insider did this, back at the beginning of this month. A nuclear attack would most likely target one of six U.S. cities, and they go for everyday citizens. The Federal Emergency Management Agency said, gave them some quote, simple advice, just simple advice for simpletons. Get inside, stay inside, and stay tuned. And you got it. Stay inside. Get inside, stay tuned. Stay tuned for a while. According to the studies, if there's a nuclear war between the United States and Russia, we go into this new ice age that will last only 2,000 years. If we don't stop this, it's over. It's escalating. You can see all the facts here. And as I say, when all else fails, they take you to war. The economies are failing big time. They get the people's minds off it. If we don't have a global peace movement very soon, we're finished. So please do what you can, do something positive every day to change the course of this, and do what you can to donate tax deduction donations to freedompeacejustice.com. Every penny we get we put into peace. Again, if we don't, get ready to die in a nuclear war. They're setting us up. Thank you very much. Amen and a women.